Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Emma Kniebe. Good morning. Today's passage is Luke chapter 3, verses 15 to 20. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. John answered them all, I baptise you with water, but the one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news to them. But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of his marriage to Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil things he had done, Herod added this to them all. He locked John up in prison. First of all, I love in this passage at the beginning how it says that people were waiting expectantly for John to answer their questions. And they all seem quite sincere in really wanting to find out who the Messiah is, don't they? And because of this, I couldn't help but feel a little bit jealous of John's situation, actually. I mean, how often is it that we have a captive audience like this who are, you know, expectant to get an answer? They're really wanting to find out. And I thought, you know, even though the people had kind of got the wrong end of the stick and thinking John might be the Messiah at least they cared, right? I mean, at least they seemed open to the idea of having a saviour or a messiah. I mean, for, for most of us today, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes preaching the word, it seems like I'm coming up against a brick wall time and time again. And some people seem to be quite close-minded nowadays and we, we might not be as blessed in our own lives to have such a captive audience as John did back then and maybe it's family and friends who are strongly atheist or maybe it's just people who are apathetic you know they're not bothered they don't really care about finding out about whether there's a messiah or not but either way whoever we're faced with I think that we can get some top tips from John in this passage um, about how we can proclaim the gospel And the first thing that jumped out at me was that we should glorify Jesus only. Now, I listened to the HTB conference on Tuesday night, uh, which was a leadership conference. And Nikki Nikki Gumbel did a great talk on the transfiguration of Jesus and um, how at the top of the mountain, after Moses and Eliza disappeared, the disciples looked around and they saw only Jesus with them, Jesus only. And it was such a great encouragement and challenge to me that Jesus, the light of the world, whose face shines like the sun, is always with us. He's always working for our good. But it was also a challenge to realise how easy it is for me to look past him and to ignore him and to forget him in my life and to look to others and Um, yeah, to not glorify Jesus in my own life. And we see in verse 16 how 
John does does the opposite of this really well. Um, he points the focus away from himself. He And I think that's just incredible. He says, not me, not me, people. Look at Jesus. Look at how amazing he is. And I think sometimes the trap that us Christians can fall into is by thinking, you know what? I'm going to do it through deeds. I'm going to be a really good person. I'm going to love others. I'm going to show everybody that I'm, I'm, I've got the spirit inside me. But actually, John doesn't stop there. He doesn't just do good things. He uh, proclaims this. He uses his words to glorify Jesus, to point people up to, up to Jesus. Actually, he's almost like a mirror reflecting Jesus. And he doesn't shy away from telling people that with his voice. Because otherwise, it's quite dangerous, actually. We can accidentally glorify ourselves through these good acts that, that we do for God. And yeah, we see here that John tells the people who he is and who he really is. And, and he compares himself to God. And it's great. He shows us the reality of how limited he is. He says he can only baptise us with water. But then he boasts about God. He says how powerful this Messiah is going to be. He will baptise us with the Holy Spirit. Look how much greater God is. Look, you think I'm great. Look how much greater God is. And he highlights his unworthiness. I think that's a really key thing for me to remind myself of, how unworthy it is that I have God, how unworthy it is that I have the Holy Spirit working through me and guiding me. And he just constantly points to the glory of Jesus, only Jesus, Jesus only. You know, he doesn't make it about himself, his spiritual gifts, about his good deeds. And I think we're called to do the same today. And so do we give glory enough to God in our own lives? You know, do the people around us know that it's him that lives within us that gives us the strength? That it's the spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead who lives within us? Do, do people know who it is? that's working inside of us, who it is that's working in our lives. Because just as John was unworthy to untie the, the sandals of Jesus, we too are unworthy of this incredible gift of this relationship and of this spirit living inside of us. But Jesus still came to us while we were sinners. And that is the great news of the gospel that we can proclaim. No matter who we are, no matter how bad we are, Jesus comes to us while we are sinners and he came to each one of us while we were sinners. So who's to say that he can't do the same for somebody else? And we can't limit who Jesus can reach because Jesus reached us in the first place, who we were so unworthy. And I just love as well how Paul, he doesn't shy away from the difficult topics here, does he? I mean, he's really going, going in there about talking about clearing away the chaff, burning the chaff, and I think that's a massive challenge for us today too. How often do we shy away from the really difficult topics? And actually, do people know that if we don't come to God, what the what the punishment is for that? Do people know the consequences that actually it's not just not living your best life for Jesus, it's eternal death and how serious that is. And I think for me, before I was a Christian, I didn't know that. And I remember... When I became a Christian at university, I said to a friend who was a Christian, I said, why didn't you tell me? Well, I was really distressed. I said, why didn't you tell me? I didn't know this. And she was like, oh, gosh, I didn't. Oh, it's a, it's a bit awkward. And oh, I don't know. I just, I just didn't. And I think actually it's really important. It's a 
for us as Christians, it's part of our role to to not only share share the good news, but actually to share the consequences of what will, will happen. If we believe this is true, we need to share that with other people as well. Which which brings me to my second point, which is to speak boldly the gospel to others. And it says in verse 18 that John did the same. It said, with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news to them. You know, John wanted to speak the gospel boldly and to glorify God for the salvation of others. And I think that is what we're called to do today as well. Speak boldly, proclaim the news and glorify God with our words, not just our actions. And just like John, we shouldn't fear rejection. We shouldn't fear persecution because we know that there's only one person we need to please and that is God. So I just pray today that we would be like John. We wouldn't water down the reality of the gospel. We wouldn't be ashamed of it. We wouldn't be afraid to proclaim it. We'd be bold and we'd be able to share that with other people and humble ourselves and just glorify God for who he is. So I just um, yeah would love to pray into that now. And they are my prayer points for today, that we would glorify Jesus only and that we would speak the gospel boldly to others in our lives so um yeah I'll just pray and then I would love everyone just to to pray if they feel led yeah Lord we just thank you so much that you are you are Jesus only Lord Jesus you are the God the one and only God that we can look to and thank and glorify for all your greatness and all you've done in our lives, even though we're so unworthy, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I pray that we'd be bold and proclaim the gospel to others that don't yet know you, Lord Jesus. And I pray we wouldn't shy away from anything. And I pray that in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. This morning on HD Daily, we started by reading Isaiah 8 verses 11 to 13. This is what the Lord says to me with his strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of his people. Do not call conspiracy everything this people calls a conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. And we just prayed into the fact that God is the only one's opinion who matters and that we wanted to put him first in our lives. We then prayed for the prayer points mentioned that we should glorify Jesus only and speak the gospel boldly to others in our lives. Hope you do the same today and have a wonderful day.